0: Tony Fur. Fair. Fair. I'll nice. Start over. Okay, yeah. um, Tony Fair, welcome to another Day Building Dreams podcast. Uh, glad to have you, man. Uh, Thanks, Alex. I've known you for at least a couple of years now. Yeah. And, uh, flies by. All Been all here at the Bountiful Market. It's been a good time. Um, so, your company is Victorian Grooming Company, and you sell shave like Not shave. Um, shave beard. too? Yeah. Shave, yeah. Oh, shave yeah. products and, bro- and beard products. Might not look it.
1: But yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Shave <laughs> the neck, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. So what kind of products exactly did you sell? It's a- uh,
1: well, like you said, beard oils, beard stuff, beard oils, bombs, soaps, you know, a little bit of conditioning for the beard. You got to keep it, you know, especially in this weather. It's like, what, 31 out right now? Yeah. Crazy. Uh, and then on the shave side, you know, pre-shave oils, shave soaps, working on some new stuff uh, from that aspect as well. Okay. Uh, yeah. you, how did you get into this? Uh, how did you get into it? Oh, man. Um, so, this, it started as a need for beard products because I decided to grow beard when I was living abroad. I was living in China. Okay. And they don't have beards, let alone, you know, beard oil, beard products, right? Okay. So, I um, did the research on, like, what I needed for my, my own beard care, which, you know, I had the dryness, the itchiness, and all that, and uh, started with, the, I guess, a theory of it to try and figure out what I needed. And then... Okay went into the next step of actually testing. So I got you know, oils for days everywhere, just all over the place. and Because I went hard for like, I had two months off back when I was teaching during the winter. And so I just took that time and I went like just head first into this. And so like I say, testing different oils to see what they would do to my skin, my hair, and then finally found something and uh, you know used it for a bit and it was really good. And then decided to come back home to Edmonton, my hometown, and uh, turn a passion into a business. Wow. So, okay, what were you doing in China? So that's, that's, that's the first time. You said you're teaching. or, or you teach English, or teaching English? Teaching English, yeah. English yeah. And when, when was this? Um, So I think we got back from China about like three years ago now. Oh, my God, man. I don't even know. It's like it, time flies <laughs> so fast. I think it was 2016 when I first got to China, when I got to okay. Beijing. Okay. Um, Before that, I was in the car business for a lot of years, pretty much out of high school, just like decent money doing jobs like that, but it just there was nothing. What what kind of car business? What do you mean? Well, everything, man. I did sales, I did service, I did uh, you know customer service, I did all, all this, the fleet, everything, and it just wasn't the atmosphere for me. It's I don't know if have you ever worked in in the car business at all, like uh, any sort of
0: part of it. No, no. The only thing I I've been associated with the car business was buying cars. Yeah, yeah, like yeah buying new and used, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But, and, uh, so uh, and and honestly seeing a dealership and how people kind of uh, act and whatnot that's probably one of the last businesses i'd want to go into dude it's crazy yeah it's it's, crazy it just seemed uh it seemed very like inauthentic sometimes and it's like kind of greasy i don't put on a face yeah put on a face you go and everybody's there putting on a face and they're all putting on you know dress shirts and, and ties but like it's not really who they are. That's what it felt like to me.
1: And and knowing those people, it was kind of interesting to see that because you would see how they are in the dealership with their suit and tie and everything. But then afterwards, it's like, damn man, you're not the same individual that sells cars. You know <laughs> what I mean? So for me, it just wasn't really like my people, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, and I, mm-hmm. and I didn't know what my people were. So I was like, let's leave the country and go do something crazy. Okay. So I just, okay. I got a TEFL course, did the work on that um, for teaching like kids and, okay. and business stuff. And just a lot of, Variations of teaching English, and uh, got a job in Beijing, okay. and I just I took off, I just left.
0: So was it part of like a teaching pro- like a program that?
1: Brings student like Um, uh, well actually English teachers there or there was a like an alumni sort of group from this course and through there I met a guy who was teaching in China for years he was married to a a Chinese lady and all this other stuff so he kind of you know guided me through like maybe avoid this company or whatever and then suggested one company to actually sign up with or to mm-hmm. to you know resume in and all that mm-hmm. and uh did the did my demo on the online zoom or i guess before skype before so, zoom okay. was a thing yeah okay, it's a yeah. skype and uh did like head shoulders knees and toes like doing this funny demo and then they're like hey we'll hire you <laughs> and uh i'm like okay great and it was just it happened so fast man like from from deciding i wanted to do it to actually leaving was just mm-hmm. like like just such a quick thing that by the time I realized I was in Beijing oh wow I'm like oh damn like I'm in this crazy other country that it was wild the first thing I got went to a Seven Eleven, got a beer and a, and a bow and a little <laughs> of a steam bun nice, <laughs> nice, nice. and that was dinner you know, after this ridiculously long flight and it was just yeah. just Im- immediately into the culture like it oh, was wow. wild it was so cool and because uh, I wanted to do traveling as well and yeah. I just I wanted to f- figure out how I could do traveling yeah. while making some money right absolutely and um teaching teaching english was my Mm. way in and once i was there i did my traveling and i and how and how
0: long did it take from the for the whole process of getting getting into that program like when you once you applied to when you actually on the flight is it like six months well there was a month process
1: it was actually shorter than that the only reason there was like a a month delay was because i was going to be arriving just before chinese new year but they're like well we're not paying you to be here and just have time two weeks off yeah So I I had to wait another month and then I think it was February of 2016, I was on a plane. Okay. And I think I had everything set up around like maybe September, September okay, so, uh, so summer maybe. So yeah, it was so yeah, it took or three some to time. Four months or so. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Their holidays were just were so different from ours that yeah. that's why it took a little longer. That makes sense. Yeah, because yeah. we
0: we shut down more or less during Christmas, right? And then you, for those of you that don't know, China China essentially shuts down all Chinese New Year. Everything. Like like two weeks, thing, man. Yeah. The
1: whole like yeah. the only thing that happens during during those two weeks is fireworks. Yeah. That's that's the only guarantee you're gonna have at all hours, man. Wow, Well yeah, that's big
0: celebration there. Huge, and like, and if you like, we we experienced that through our business here is uh, when we what deal with the suppliers there. Yeah, you have to take in account into account that into account, yeah, yeah. Chinese <laughs> New Year because otherwise you're not getting anything a couple of weeks before or after. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: You're, you're, yeah. No, but they're honest about it. They're like, yep. yeah, I won't talk to you for like a month. And I'm yeah. like, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's yeah. kind
0: of interesting because that's very like the Chinese way. It's like you work really hard when you're working and then like when you rest you just rest oh
1: when you rest you rest hard man yeah, yeah that's good yeah i like that that was an interesting part of the work ethic there too yeah. like to be in, in kind of involved in that because you'd see how these chinese teachers they would work like mad and then they they'd have lunch and then nap for like an hour oh, or two hours so they could go through because their days were like end to end and same with the kids yeah. a lot of them were in school all day and then they'd come to this like after my first my first gig there was like an after school program like okay. ad- advancing their english okay um so they'd go to school chinese school all day okay. and then in the afternoon they'd come so like it, you know classes would go to like 8 p.m oh, wow. and these kids you know their attentions aren't from 8 to 8 like that's 12 hour days that's for like 11. a 10 year old that's yeah, crazy yeah. man yeah so to hold their attention was was tough but like wow. you could see how the chinese teachers dealt with that too and they got a little angry sometimes, though, but it was good to have that uh, co-teacher in the class. If a kid was kind of you know acting up, because then you could be like you know just kind of point to her, point yeah. to him. They, they they're watching, right? So they see that yeah. this kid's acting up, and then they'll yell something in Chinese, and then he's quiet for oh, a bit. Really? Yeah, I don't know, man. Ah. It was it was interesting. It was so, yeah.
0: so is it it's kind of like more disciplinary. Like they would oh, have, dude, like, yeah. like 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 to what extent, did it.
1: Well, they'd never hit the kids. Yeah, right? of course, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's fair. of course, but, not, uh, not well, too. that I saw. But no, yeah, just kidding. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you never know. You know, know. maybe back in the day. But no, they, they were they were really good with them, and the way that they talked to them, you could tell they were genuinely like cared about their well being yeah. and saying yeah. like, you know, I know you're, essentially, I know your parents are pushing you, but like, you know, and yeah. and, and as you know, like with that, with even just Asian culture yeah. in general, like that push, push, push. You know, yeah. it can yeah. it can get a bit intense. So when they're ten years old. You know, you gotta have a bit more sympathy for them because they're like they don't they're just put to work. They have ballet in between school and you know this school and yeah. crazy.
0: Man, it's kind of interesting how that that as a culture that's the that's just the, the natural ways. Like it you, is you push push them and and it's all for the future. Mm-hmm. And like no, there's no emphasis on like how they how their comfort now. Hmm. Whereas you come to like North America, it's almost almost the exact opposite sometimes. Where it's yeah. like you have to especially with all the different. Um, The whole culture and everything. Now it's like Mm -hmm. we have to make, and also like the parents more or less, the moms running the schools these days. Yeah, it's like they they it's all for how the kid feels as opposed to what's going to set them up for the future. Right. Yeah. It's uh. I mean, with our family, it wasn't as it was pushed only through the culture, but not through the parents. Our own parents ourselves. Yeah. And and there was like kind of just an understanding of like, because I grew up in bilingual schools, like Chinese bilingual schools. Shout out to Kildare Elementary. There anyone, that, anyone that's there? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, you know, we, just because you're around other Asian kids, you just kind of like absorb the same culture, that right. they could do well in school or yeah. whatnot. But it's interesting that um, in China, they're it's 8 to 8 culture, 8 a.m. Oh, to 8 even p.m. earlier,
1: man. They're up at 6 swimming before school wow. and then they go to, yeah, it's wild.
0: And it's no wonder that when they come here and they immigrate here, a lot of them will be like, like you see that same work ethic. Like, yeah. come come across like oh, yeah. some of the suppliers we dealt with like even for our noodle supplier, it's, uh like you see their work ethic they're answering emails at 10 p.m and then yeah. they answer you again at 6 a.m yeah, right? and you're just like whoa, wow these guys <laughs> never stop working yeah. yeah yeah
1: yeah it's intense it's a good work ethic though yeah huh. so how long were you in China for um it worked out to be about three years three I think years. total time I was spent a year in Beijing okay and that was kind of my my party year it, yeah. was, it was wild it okay. was ridiculous like lived 100 meters from this awesome bar shout out to patty o'shea's in beijing <laughs> <laughs> oh what a great place man and then across the street from my apartment the other way was the canadian embassy so i was like oh, i wow. feel safe okay, i got yeah. a pub over there i got the embassy right yeah, there yeah. i'm okay if this shit goes down Absolutely. run across the street yeah <laughs> that's cool. um so yeah it was three years and then two years in uh, a city called Qingdao, which Qingdao, is uh okay. yeah like you know the beer yeah Qingdao yeah, beer okay, yes yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, from, yeah. from Qingdao, yeah uh-huh, but it's sick. spelled the old way with the q q-i-n-g yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um And, uh, yeah, and I taught there for a bit, a couple different teaching jobs there. Like, one was at a kindergarten. That was intense, man. Like, two two years old, like a year and a half. Okay. And you think, like, those parents are so intense because they got a lot of money because those private schools are very, very, like, sought after. But if you don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's like my kid, they make it seem like their kid's the only kid in the whole place. Mm. (laughs) So, it's, you got to have a whole other, it's different than the other one where the kids are up eight to eight, but these kids are just, like, pushed into it and they don't they don't yeah. have a clue they're two yeah. you know yeah so that was tough but no it's good man so you're teaching english to, to like yes. two-year-olds
0: yeah
1: <laughs> oh wow so they just trying to i guess i guess that's also one of the best times to do it to well like reading to them and and yeah. you know and trying to like show them like when they do when they play you know i'll just sit there and like you know hold up a car and be like car or like red Whoa. car like li- basics wow. yeah um so that tested my patience a mm-hmm. lot because you know but it taught me patience though not just okay. tested it taught me patience because okay. they're two yeah I don't have kids you know yeah. so that was like the you know what I mean and okay. so when there's 10 little two-year-olds like literally screaming in Chinese at you I'm like alright I don't know but I had two <laughs> co-teachers for that class because they had to be there yeah so you know a little bit of Mandarin then obviously you picked up picked up yeah or, <laughs> or, or, <laughs> or did you did you pick it up when you got there, or yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was like survival yeah. Chinese, you know. Yeah. Like, I, I need food, I need a bao, and you know, mm-hmm. I don't even call it a steam bun anymore. Yeah. Man, it's. yeah, it's a bao. Yeah, uh, it's a bao. It's- <laughs> I want Chinese. Yeah, uh, it's cool, man. Did, did they try to feed you non Chinese foods? I had, a, I had a friend that
0: went there, he went to um the Shaolin Temple when I was younger oh yeah and then it's apparently they just fed him pork and rice for like a week straight (laughs) before he said something and then he was like why do you feed us pork and rice why are you feeding me pork and rice over and over they're like I thought that's what you foreigners like to eat
1: (laughs) well like you don't get like ginger beef there you know what I mean like the 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 food there was just super authentic like yeah and and some of the best food I've ever had that's probably what I miss the most to be Mm -hmm. honest with you is the food yeah so that's why you're seeing me for bows every once in a while over Golomain. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, those are pretty <laughs> well, authentic there. Yeah, they're, man, they're, absolutely. My
0: like, if, if, even when we went back to Brunei, there was like, there would be a like shop where they just made bows. Yeah. And that was the whole shop and like oh, yeah. passed down generation after generation, right? Yeah, man. And that's, that's some of the best food, as you yeah. know. As absolutely. The, that's usually what people are looking for. Well,
1: it's just like, it's, it's like a super standard breakfast. Yeah. Like, when I first got there and we were all staying in this hotel. And there was, like, two grown-ass men in this tiny, tiny two-bedded room. Like, the beds were basically one bed together. It was okay. crazy. That was only, like, we were there for 10 days because while we were training okay. before we were split up to our different schools okay. and whatever. Okay. And uh, every morning, like, we go down and obviously got all the, you know, food vendors and street vendors out there. and yeah. We used to get this, like, corn. It was, like, a – it wasn't corn. It was, like, a, a corn soup or something. Like okay. a breakfast. It's, like, an oatmeal. But it was, okay. like – like, you know, uh, you see a movie in prison and they see yeah. a slop or gr- whatever, gruel okay. or whatever. That's what it looked like. I mean, but it actually tasted all right. Was it like a kanji? No, it wasn't like a kanji. No. It wasn't- uh, no not really I don't know oh, how to describe it but I remember getting it and it was like I was like this isn't bad like you kind of drink it with a straw but oh, it was like okay. it was weird man but it was really oh, good think, and it was like I, I think I know what you're talking about it was about. like a nickel whatever <laughs> you know what I mean yeah, like yeah. it was so cheap yeah but it gave you all it's like you know the matrix when they eat that stuff like all oh, oh, the yeah. sustenance you need yeah, that's yeah. literally what it was yeah, yeah okay <laughs> that's probably what it was that's probably what yeah. that's where the matrix got it from that's how I knew you know what the
0: matrix really is yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah they, they designed it for us Mm-hmm. yeah so you were there, you um, figured out you need to make, get some more beard products, so you started experimenting while you were in China. That's right. And, and that was like probably the first couple years or first year?
1: That, so it happened really fast. So okay. um, the, everything, I think it was probably, so the fall, so Christmas I had that time off during the, the winter. So I think mm-hmm. December of 2018 was okay. when I started like started making this product, just okay. came up with the name, came up with the logo, okay. I did all that stuff. and. You know, even started up the website just to have it, you yeah. know, be ready, whatever. Yeah. I had no no timeline on this at all. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, yeah, December 2018 is basically when okay. it was conceptualized, okay. and then I, long story short, came here April. Of, the, of 2019. Okay, so and then okay. and then started so selling June, products June 1st, 2019. So it was months. like it okay. was super quick, but I had everything ready there, and then I just needed to basically order supplies from Canada within Canada to my house. Okay. well, my mom's house because yeah. I was in yeah. <laughs> you know, living yeah. there, yeah. and uh, and yeah, and then it just it happened. Like I said, it happened so quick yeah. from that December to the June. Like that's the seven months, okay. but to build a business and be selling the product, I don't know. I just thought that it was. It just, it worked out exactly how it was supposed to work out. You know Beautiful. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So you yeah. started a business out of your mom's house? Well, at my place in China. in okay. In, uh, yeah, in but China, no, what? well, no, because when I moved back, I stayed with her for a couple of weeks to get myself sorted because okay. I was reacclimating. Actually, the, so the, you know how people say culture shock is intense? Yeah. The reverse culture shock back here was almost more intense. Interesting. Yeah, which was strange because like there you finish your dinner in the restaurant and like this is 2019 you yeah. light up your smoke you have your drink you're chilling yeah. in the restaurant right yeah. can't do that here man for mm. years yes yeah, so and i don't smoke anymore but yeah. like when i did it was such a habit you know in the back of a cab just to light a smoke yeah i'm like oh shit flick it out like sorry sorry i forgot yeah but uh no i uh, anyways um but when I came back, lived for two weeks, stayed with mom for sure, and then. But actually, when I was in China in Qingdao, okay, um, I met a girl from Saint Albert. Like mm. she was li- living in, like she was from Saint Albert. I was from Edmonton. Oh, we wow. met in Qingdao. Oh wow! And uh, so we started kind of you know hanging out or whatever, and then we actually mo- came back together okay. to to Edmonton, and then found a place together. Oh, beautiful! So yeah, I didn't have to stay with mom too long. So yeah, we were both yeah. happy about that. But that's that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, it was yeah, it was like talk about meant to be, you know, yeah. just everything happened. Met her probably like three months before i started the business and then so everything just yeah it was just such a like a realistically at that time it was a peak point in my life for sure Sure. yeah because like i met this awesome girl i just decided like i don't know where i honestly i can't even remember other than having a beard this whole thing just happened so fast man like and now it's 2021 like you know just celebrated (laughs) two years after june 1st here and it's just it's like sitting down doing this with you like it's you know it's like it's having little flashbacks or that's why i'm like thinking like holy shit you know like that was a, yeah. just happened so fast man you know it is interesting when you start
0: when you do start like a business or whatever or doing a project that you actually are enjoying it just time it just starts to fly
1: dude it's, it's like starts to
0: fly but then and you don't really you don't really notice what what it is or what you've even done until you like actually sit down and sit and like we uh you just take a have a review of everything that you've done just look back yeah you look back for like the yeah. last few months or last few years yeah dude and then you realize oh we actually did grow cuz like at every stage i always find that we're just kind of like where we are mm-hmm. you're just kind of stuck and you're like oh, okay and you you know you're you know what you want to do in the future and you also know what you're doing now and what you're struggling with and it just mm-hmm. feels like you're just just you're just constantly moving and you yeah. don't, sometimes you don't feel like you're progressing
1: yeah but then you look back and then you're like oh Look where we were. Well, that's exactly yeah. it. Look, look what wouldn't have been had I not done that thing, or had mm-hmm. that con- that one conversation, or whatever it could have been. And and sometimes when I get stuck, you know, now it's like things are going, the business is running. You know, I'm keeping it afloat. Everything's mm-hmm. good. You know, like things are still progressing. There's, every day is progress mm-hmm. forward. You know, but sometimes you hit that wall, and you're like, okay, well, what is hap? What am I doing? Yeah. But then, like you say, you look back and you say, like, okay, smarten up. Like, come yeah. on, look at what you've done. You know. Yeah and it's hard sometimes you forget that absolutely. because it's there is running your own business non-stop like nothing it like it doesn't stop ever you know even through COVID yeah. it's like yeah things slow down but it it's still a different kind of busy you know absolutely Uh yeah. COVID a lot of people that were working just steady jobs and got to go work at home
0: yeah bless them good for you yeah <laughs> like very yeah. very happy for them But yeah, absolutely that, and it's like it's almost a blessing for them and then uh for like all most of us you know uh, small business owners it was like Okay, this is your time to be you have to be creative. Yeah. Uh either creative or you sink. Yeah. That's what it was, right? Absolutely. It's like time to be creative and then it's like it was time to get to work. Cuz now you can't do your regular day-to-day thing anymore cuz mm-hmm. it's not going to sustain you. Right. That's that's kind of how we felt. Yeah. I don't know how did, how did it feel for you. Well, during COVID.
1: I mean, initially the difference was the fact that like in, in the beginning of COVID, obviously everyone was uncertain what was going on. I was work I work from home anyways, mm-hmm. right? With the business, but obviously I'm at the market on mm-hmm. the weekends. And um, when I, when I couldn't be at the market, when I was deemed non-essential with half the other vendors in here, mm-hmm. um, you know, I had to reassess what I was going to, how I was going to, pardon me, have money come in. Yeah, I'm at home making product, great, but who's going to buy it if I'm not at the market? Yeah. So that really helped me to reevaluate my, my website and like work on my, you know, how to, how to get shipping more effective or efficient rather and, you know, things like that. So I actually was able to double down a lot on my own um, or pivot, which is such a was yeah, a yeah, clutch yeah. word last yeah, year. It was such yeah. an important word, right, yeah, to yeah. pivot with what you're doing. Yeah. And that's what I did. You know, I, I, I pivoted as much as I could to, to make it work, yeah. you know. Um uh, you like that word, eh? Everybody everybody, yeah, <laughs> yeah, everybody
0: everybody that was this, it was it was so used. It was uh, so much over, yeah it was once o- I
1: saw a FedEx ad with yeah, it where it says I, pivot on their box, yeah, I was like, Okay, like, hey, that's overplayed now. Yeah, 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 I but couldn't. It, uh, but it, but but it, it is
0: true. It's true, it's true. It's uh you know, it's a, obviously it's a cliche for a reason. It is uh, yeah. because a lot of companies did have to pivot and uh, you you just had to learn you just had to be creative. Yeah. That's what it was. I you like that to, better. Yeah, you have to be creative and you have to understand uh why you were even getting sales in the first place and it was mainly because people were see- coming to the market for, uh, mm-hmm. for us and they were seeing a product. So now they were no longer coming to the market, but where were they looking? Right. And for exactly. us, we didn't we realize people were looking online, everybody mm-hmm. was seeking some type of like salvation or escape by just looking at their phones all day. Yeah. So then uh, like for us, we just started creating more content yeah like I don't know um, I think you yourself as well I mean we're seeing more content coming out of you um, yeah out, of and, you guys.
1: and that's the thing like I find like I'm not uh, like as much as I like to say content and post as much as possible even if it's just a story a day or yeah. something like I'm I'm guilty of not doing it you know because yeah. especially now it's almost like you're doing catch up from the last year and a bit yeah. and um, but yeah around that time absolutely man content content like the weekends it, it seemed weird not having to go to the market on the weekend right Mm-hmm. And uh, there was no other markets to go to or yeah. anything. So it was, yeah, it was content creation and, you know, becoming more creative with, I guess, the outlets to, to make people okay. see my products, okay. you know? So what kind of outlets did you, did, what, what did you end up doing? Um, well, the biggest thing for me was, was a complete revamp of my website. Okay. Made it more user-friendly. Okay. That was a big thing. Obviously, you need, still need to get eyes to that website. Yep. And, and, yeah, I dabbled a bit more in, like, social media, becoming more, you know, aware of how to make an Instagram ad, mm-hmm. for example, you know. Mm-hmm little things like that because like every part of business you can't just make a product and sell it there's so no. much out like and kudos to those who who can do it yeah. but also it's so important to become aware of when you need some help yeah you know what i mean yeah. and that's and that's i think i'm getting to sort of that stage right. where it's like i'm burning myself out because yeah. i'm trying to do everything you yeah. know everything possible because i want to have it's my it's my baby you know i want to have that sort of I, I i hate saying the word control but it's like i hate I, how do you phrase that you know like it's it's it's, 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 you want that same uh you want like the same same, a consistency of my uh, like you you know what i mean becoming showing the authentic side of a business right like i don't i don't hide who i am through my business you know and and that was an important part of it and i feel like maybe that's why you know a part of why people appreciate this the the stuff that i'm doing you know yeah because it's I'm just me, and I have made products for me, and you know, pushed out, and that helped with Instagram, right? Doing that mm-hmm. sort, of, those kind of posts and things yeah. like that, too.
0: Yeah, no one's no one's gonna care about your business as much as you do. Absolutely, and that's, that's yeah. one of the biggest things. It's like, but the thing is, you can't do everything. No, that's like, true. You yeah, need to. It yeah. Yeah. comes a point, like you said, where you just realize you do need help, mm-hmm. and you also have to give them free rein. Sometimes, like a little bit of free reign, maybe give a little bit, a little bit of direction. Yeah. But because uh, then if you just try to micromanage it, then what happens is that you stifle their creativity as well. And you burn yourself out yeah. more. Yeah. You know? And then you might as well just do it yourself. But then you have <laughs> no time for it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think yeah. it was what is it? I was reading that book. Uh, Barbara Corcoran's book it says if they do it as 80% as well as you do and you should be happy in it. and you should Absolutely, be happy yeah, yeah. If they can
1: do 80%. Someone gives 80% of shits about your business <laughs> close yeah. to what you do <laughs> yeah, then yeah, yeah. yeah keep them. Yeah. yeah. They're doing yeah. all right. Exactly, yeah. I agree yeah. that's awesome.
0: Are you uh, your sole operator owner yes, operator
1: sir. of Victorian Grooming? I am. Yeah. I am. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. It's, and that's what exactly we're talking about, you know. It's just like, okay, well, I'm gonna make the product, but who's gonna sell it? Oh, I guess I'll sell it. Oh, who's gonna market it? Oh, yeah, shit, I'll market it. Yeah. You know, like yeah. just, and 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 that's I, I do like it because okay. it it does, like you say, it keeps that creativity yeah. flowing of how you're gonna, you know, for lack of a better term, pivot. But yeah. now it's just maintaining that consistency, right? Mm. Um, and then constant growth, and that's one of the biggest things that I'm when I hit that wall, you know, and, yeah. I, and every, every business owner hits that wall, whether they're all, you know vocal about it or not, but yeah. you're going to hit that wall. You're going to hit a point where you're like, Hey, I need to take a step back mm-hmm. and maybe not, you know, like burn myself out. Yeah. Yeah. It happens really easy though. Yep.
0: Yeah. It happens. Uh, and you also don't, you don't even see it coming sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Go, go, go. Or you just rebook your schedule too much. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, you're like, Oh, I, I'm doing every, not, I'm not doing anything that well anymore yeah right everything kind of mediocre because i'm just burned out yeah that's a good point it's a hard uh it's a hard it's a realization you'll come to or not or you just keep pushing
1: that's exactly it right you know and i i feel like because now like i've heard you know like the three-year mark or you know into your third year business is when you have that sort of you know make or break i guess sort of thing yeah and uh so i'm glad that i'm kind of becoming more self-aware of the fact that you know i can't always be on all the time like Mm -hmm. you gotta you know and I've been a lot better this year at sort of taking time for myself and other hobbies and other passions and things like that, you know, because it's so easy to burn yourself out and it's tough sometimes to see it. And then you're just irritable and you're just a pain in the ass to be around or whatever my fiance says. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's and it's good to be to, to have that that other source, too, where someone's like, hey, you need to chill like you, you're yeah. doing it all, you know? Yeah. Um, so relax a bit. Hey, sometimes know?
0: it is good to also have someone else to, to see, you, to give you some feedback and what you're, what you're, how you're changing. A metaphorical it, slap yeah, in the yeah, face, yeah, man. Yeah, of yeah, course. But if you are burned out, and your fiance or your girlfriend or yeah. whatever anybody says, yeah. "Hey, you're, you're more irritable, irritable." Yeah. You actually need to take that moment to like think about it and like self reflect and be like, "Am I like yeah. what's going on here?" Because yeah. it's easy to get wrapped up in yourself and just be like, "Okay, I'm no, I'm just who I am. This is who I am." You know, this is I, like. I know best and that's that's a big part of like just running any uh, running the
1: show right yeah you need to be self-aware absolutely yeah Yeah. of of not just what you're good at but what you need to work on and and and, you know sometimes relaxing is something that you need to work on I know sometimes I need to do it a bit more too just to Mm -hmm. take a step back sometimes Mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah COVID's been a weird thing it's a tough thing for a lot of people yeah so you've been here at the Bountiful Market since since day one day one Do any other markets Yes. So when I first started, I was at uh, I was doing three markets on a weekend. Okay. Um, the first one, so here I got an availability to come in as like a, a Friday vendor in a okay. booth that was split with two other vendors. Okay. And so I did Friday here, and then I then I was in Saint Albert doing Saint okay. Albert market, um, and then I was at another market on Sundays. Um, okay. But that one's no longer okay. one that I would go to. And okay. uh, but it, hey, it was where I got started. And there's people I'm getting. I got a phone call actually um, last week okay. from a guy who said. Uh, here, are you still at that uh, market there on the south side? And yeah. I said, The Bountiful Market? He's like, No, the other one. I was like, okay. Oh, no, I haven't been there in ages. That was like, I'm like, Do you remember me from there? Because yeah. that was a long time ago. He's yeah. like, Yeah, I've got your oil, and I can't seem to find where yet. I'm <laughs> like, Well, we're at Bountiful or St. Elroy. Come check yeah. us out, you know? So, um, but yeah, started day one doing that. And I think it was a couple aisles back. And then um, eventually, this booth that we're in right now, uh, the full time booth came in October of hey. 2019. Okay. So the market opened June. Was it 21st? 29? 21st, 21st, 21st yeah. 2019. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. yeah, we just also had our, uh, our two years of the market, oh, wow. which is oh, awesome. That's true. Yeah, yeah. They had a little party. And right. some they cake. Did, and I was like, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, so, yeah, I bounced around like the odd spot here and there until I got my permanent booth. And then, uh, and now here we are. Yeah. It is interesting when customers recognize you
0: from yeah, like man. ages ago that they'll like be like oh i tried your stuff like like well yeah. or, or they'll either say i tried i remember you from a long time ago or they'll be like oh i always get your stuff and then you'll recognize them and you'll be like i haven't seen you in four years <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but, but that's good it. you order yeah. online a yeah. lot or no yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no that's awesome man. but it is good to see though they, they do they, it just means you had an impact on their life yeah even if it's that small an emotional impact on them like for you it's your products. And probably how they feel feel using it for us as food right you know and, and either way it's an emotional connection right Absolutely. that's what that's what good products do to give you that emotional connection with it of course yeah yeah so that is interesting and for you if they can't find it it's it's hard to find similar products sometimes right?
1: Yeah, and, and I mean and it but but that feeling of like even when someone comes to the booth here and they're like, Oh, you got a lot more stuff since last I've mm-hmm. seen you I'm like, Oh when when did you last see us at a market? Oh, yeah. like two years ago. Yeah. Oh yeah, I got a few more things now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like and then but you remember it and that's yeah. so
0: cool, you know? That's also the interesting about thing about small business I find is um they'll 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 almost be surprised that you have more products. But it's like you are because yeah, they might see you from right when you started. Yeah. And then you were just figuring things out. And then, like like two years down the road, you probably came up with a lot of different um iterations of various products or new products or just new ideas, yeah, and then finally they see you again, and' like you didn't. I realize like, oh, you only see snapshots of what I'm doing, whereas yeah. I see constantly what I'm doing, yeah, and it it doesn't seem that exciting to me because I've already done all the groundwork and building up to every product launch or whatever yeah, but they when then when they see the new product, they're like, oh wow, this is." Something amazing. Absolutely, yeah. it's well, huge, you know. And and that's what I like to see when you see uh, small businesses like hustling like that and they're growing. That that's that's a sign of growth. Is what I see, it, right? Yep.
1: Yeah. So it's cool when a when a, a client that you've had or a customer that you've had way back they come and they see that growth. They're like, "Wow, like good for you, man." You know, like like before, you know. I remember you were at this outdoor market. And you had a tent and a plastic table and and a couple of bottles on there, and that was pretty much it. And now it's like a whole. You know set up with the mm-hmm. fixtures and everything mm-hmm. and it's just like and then it and then that that helps you to kind of reevaluate. And you're like mm-hmm. hey you know what i'm doing okay you know what yeah. i mean like things are yeah. good you know yeah. what i mean like why am i worried you know yeah. and i find yeah. myself saying that a lot more too like why was i worried about that what's wrong with me you know but it, but that's the yeah. burnout though yeah and it happens and it comes in different ways like that even as small but absolutely and yeah, man
0: and then also like i find some people like to evaluate their Worth of their small business based on their dollars per hour, which yeah. is like the worst way you can measure <laughs> yeah, absolutely <laughs> yeah, your, your your efforts into oh, a business. I made three dollars an hour today. Yeah, like yeah. what do you mean? And that, you that that's two? what it usually yeah, is. If yeah. you look at your business, especially in the first startup, you know, in the first, I don't know, however many years they say, you know, three, four, or five years, mm-hmm. um, it's you're gonna be it's working a lot. <laughs> you can work working many hours, and it's no, it's not gonna be nobody's gonna give nobody's gonna congratulate you for it and nobody's yeah. gonna pay you for it for the most part unless yeah. you pay yourself right not if you pay yourself if, yeah. if you can pay yourself
1: yeah, yeah right? which so. i mean sometimes it's you know like i just recently like christmas last year mm-hmm. sort of unofficially paid myself for having done what i've been doing for a yeah. couple of years but everything else just goes right back in the business mm-hmm. you know which i find has been helping with that growth whether yeah. it's new products or you know, yeah. new displays or whatever, whatever it is that, that I need to continue that growth. You know, mm-hmm. um, so important to, to feed it back into the business. You know,
0: it is important because you you need to if you want to grow.
1: Yeah, if you want to grow, that's yeah. it.
0: But I mean, it's something. People, sometimes people just run a small business just to uh, just for lifestyle. Absolutely, and that's fine man. too. Like, if you can make a good cash flow business where you just have enough cash in pocket
1: and you're happy all the power to you, right? Well, and that's and the end game, right? Like, we're both Gary Vee fans. We know what's what's up. Be just happy. Yeah. Just yeah. be happy. Be happy. Well, yeah. why, why do you have to be happy for somebody? Like, not happy for someone else, but why do you have to let someone else's happiness or dollar amount or whatever yeah. dictate your happiness? Yeah. If you're happy, then be happy. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's one of the things I've, I've learned
0: the most. I don't know if you have... Um, you learn how to be happy with not much. <laughs> running a because business. Because it doesn't take yeah. much to yeah. be happy, you know? like it's Yeah.
1: You know, yeah. Like, you lot, you know the, the business is still going people are like oh so how's business i'm like well i'm still here like what else do i say yeah you know what i mean like oh we tripled our no i don't give a shit like i'm still here i'm happy i'm living that lifestyle and i'm enjoying it yeah and nobody wants
0: and and nobody really wants to hear you say i'm i'm killing it like yeah like, like or, they, they want to know that you're doing yeah. good but they don't want to hear that you're just like balling out of control yeah like, right? no, nobody it's wants like, to hear all right that. shouldn't have asked yeah, you know. yeah
1: yeah oh your life's great and you're doing it and you're working for yourself but then there's the other spectrum it's like you know what we're having a terrible time it's like oh god i'm sorry you know like i and, yeah. and you know like there's two ways to that question yeah. right you know but then it's like how are you fine you know that kind of yeah <laughs> it's it's almost like on record like you just keep it up but but that's why like you know again being authentic like I'm great you know like and it's genuine because yeah yeah, of course I'm swamped my mind is in a thousand places with all these things I need to remember and do but I'm great I'm living I'm living my best life you know doing what I love so and you don't want to tell
0: them that you do if you're you are struggling you're not gonna be like oh we're struggling because you don't you don't you're not looking for that pity yeah yeah. you don't want that pity you don't want someone to be like oh it's okay you know yeah and and when you do you always get the answer oh yeah it's hard and you're like you don't, yeah. No, like, no shit. It's like <laughs> yeah, no shit. You you're like you know, unless and that's one thing. It's like unless you actually have done it, you don't know. Mm-hmm. You truly, don't know, and it's, it's not your fault. Yeah, you know, of like course. If you that's like anything. Yeah, it's know. like like I didn't know when I was working. You know, when I was worked for. I used to be an engineer. When I worked for an engineering company, um, you know, you see business owners, and you like you think first of all, you think they're balling. I don't know, why. Yeah. like like everybody, you think people that own their own businesses are doing really well, and then second of all. Like, you just don't know how hard it is, like, mm-hmm. what they're doing, right? Yeah. Like, you don't know. And if they are struggling, you don't know what that actually feels like. Right. And that's just the same when people ask you questions, you know, yeah. how's your business doing? And you're just like, I don't,
1: you don't, you can't really say. Yeah. And I mean, like, like you say, you don't want to say, yeah, I'm balling, you know, like doing yeah. so great. It's like, oh, yeah. oh, good for you, you know, which is great. Good, mm-hmm. for, you know, but I I get what you're saying, you know, it's just like i say at the end of the day if you if, if you're happy with what you're doing yeah you know and you're not hurting yeah. anybody in the process yeah. Yeah. then and do who, who, do your thing man yeah. you know absolutely and that's and that's a, a big part of like oh how'd you start your own business you know because I, I i love that concept of like people are like oh you started you know people I haven't talked to in yeah. years they're like hey, you started your own business i'm yeah. like i did yeah. you know and they're like I'm, I'm like you should too you know <laughs> why yeah. not you know yeah. like what do you love find yeah. something you love and yeah. run with that you know for me it came out of necessity but then i fell in love with you know the I guess, the art of creating, yeah. you know, it was my art, yeah. you know, my way of doing this yeah. and that and being creative and, mm-hmm. and putting it out there. And it was for me, 100%. Um, but then it was it was good, you know, because I'd share it with, uh, you know, friends in there, like yeah. a lot of foreigners in, in China. They didn't have products either for their beards. So it's mm. like, here, try this out, you know. Oh,
0: that's that's kind of,
1: yeah, so that's kind of neat, you know. I mean, a few of the teachers I worked with was like, yeah, try this, try this. You know, I need, can you try this? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you allergic to almonds? No, good here, try this, try this. <laughs> <laughs> And then and then you know it goes from there. But yeah, I always advocate to running your own business. Oh, I hate my job. Start a business. Yeah, you know anything. Who cares? Do you love and, it? Start it. And it's not even start a business just to make money or no or, or to like really you know
0: people like to say you, that way you're working for yourself. I feel like if you start a business, what it's what it ultimately will do, it will tell you whether you like this or not. Right. It, it'll tell you whether you appreciated your job that you had because mm-hmm. because once you start a business, you're gonna learn very fast, whether you are the type that wants to own a business, type that wants to run a business, or type that just wants to work a job. yeah. And then like, and there's honestly, if, if I ever did go back to just working a job, which I might, who knows, whatever, right? You never know what happens in the future. Never know. Um, you will appreciate it like, yeah. like a thousand percent more than you did mm-hmm. when you only worked a job because right. like, and you see that with people that just, you know, they work a job and then they have vacation days and they live for the weekend. Yeah. Right. And it's just like, well, you know, if you ever do start your own business, you
1: might realize, oh, I can actually do a lot on my time off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 That's (laughs) that's what I'm discovering as well. It's because it is a lifestyle, you know, and I think I've really embraced that, that lifestyle of, uh, you know, I I know what I need to do and I'll get it done. But with all this, I I don't want to say all this extra time, but all the time that I wouldn't be doing the nine to five, Mm -hmm. you know, my schedule is like, okay, I'm going to work for a couple hours, do some stuff. And then, hey, you know what, maybe I'll go and, you know, I don't know, go for a walk or yeah. some shit because yeah. I can. I'm in yeah. the middle of the day. I do what I want, you know, yeah. which is cool because then you have that time to give yourself that clarity. Sorry, I'm not even talking to this thing right now. No, Here no go. it's good. Yeah. Um, you know, have that mental clarity as well because that's where the burnout comes in. So mm-hmm. I'm working a lot better at embracing the, I guess, work from home and small business owner yeah. lifestyle yeah. while incorporating a lot more of what makes me happy, mm-hmm. which is the the win for me yeah you know ultimately
0: that's what it's about that's what i'm saying yeah, I exactly if, if you're if you just got to be happy in your life doing whatever you're doing and I, I think you touched on it earlier being creative i think is one of the most important things like uh, a lot of people are creative through their business mm-hmm. or their business allows them to be creative right. and i don't think enough people realize like that's what the the true enjoyment can be out of running a business you get to be creative and when you are creative your time is being used towards something that uh really gives you satisfaction mm-hmm. in your life and like and i think absolutely that's one of the most important things
1: like right? the, one of the first uh like so i designed all my labels and mm-hmm. stuff and when i <laughs> when i first got like a shipment of them in like my orb, whatever i was like they're ready come pick them up they yeah. got them and i was just like so i couldn't explain i was trying to tell my friend i'm like look got my labels in he's like i don't give a shit and i'm like you don't understand you know like it was just so good even i got like some stickers made up for the business just to give out right and i got them in i was like oh what you know like my shit's on a sticker why like what this is wild you know and just little things like that well something you created that came out of thin air like it
0: ultimately it was an idea that you now made into something yeah and that's that's beauty
1: that's a beauty in that right yeah See, it just hit me there that whole you know like wow what did i just when you said that because it's true yeah like this was written on a on a piece of paper next to my Chinese studies you know Victorian yeah. grooming you know yeah. and now it's on a sign and it's on a, a product and Absolutely. bottles yeah. that people have in their homes you know mm-hmm. like what mm-hmm. it's yeah. just still crazy to me well it's you know? a piece of you that you're giving out to everybody right yeah and man. that's and that's what it's all about you're, that's part of the value it's, too it's a piece of you it's a
0: piece it's a part of you it's part of your hard work part of your everything you everything you've built and grinded for Absolutely. I it's, and, and they're by them buying your products that people don't realize it but you're really like it's it's the owners are really grateful because it, you love something that they're doing and it's, it brings you a lot of satisfaction. Absolutely. So like, like, I'm sure when you get testimonials, like, it's like one of the best things ever. So cool.
1: Even just in passing, like, I like it been out you know just whatever shopping mm-hmm. it's like he's a beard guy from bountiful i'm like you know i am that guy <laughs> <Yeah. know?" laughs> and he's like yeah i loved your shit and i'm like oh cool man <laughs> like yeah, that. yeah. and that's what i've gotten too like oh i love your shit you know yeah. it was like oh thanks man yeah. you're like what what was it beard stuff you know he's like oh yeah help helped the you know patchiness or yeah. whatever filled it and i was like oh right on man that's like cool. it's just so yeah. like it's just such a not that we're looking for fame from our no. you know because no. like i'm just trying to do my shopping but yeah. But it's just it's it, the fact that I was able to you know touch that one person's life with a like something that I've created. Mm-hmm. It's just it's a it's kind of a mind-boggling yeah. sort of thought, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You get know, you're known as the beard guy. Yeah, absolutely. I was known as the noodle. <laughs> I was known as the noodle guy. Like I, I, a lot of yeah, people know me as the noodle guy. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 You're the noodle guy. Or I'm the or I'm the guy that's working. People. People. Tend to think, or everyone thinks, uh, means run by my dad, like it's owned oh, by yeah. my dad. Yeah, so they're like, Oh, you work for your dad's business. Yeah. <laughs> and <I'm> like, oh. <laughs> it's kind of funny, sure, yeah, yeah, sure. Like, yeah, yeah, he makes the bows, yeah. <laughs> and then usually, that's what, um, it's yeah, it's a funny thing. People, when people say that, I'm like, Okay, you don't really know me, but that's cool, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's cool, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. the noodle guy, weird guy. It's funny how you get la- cool. labeled by your products,
1: yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. which is totally fine because if it's something you love, then yeah. it's fine, yeah. right. Because even, like, when I talk to other vendors and whatnot, I, that's how we refer to people, right? Yeah. The new guy. That the beard guy. The beard it. guy, yeah. yeah. You yeah. see that new guy with the chocolate over the chocolate guy? Like, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever it is, right? Yeah. yeah. But then you get to meet them, and then you get to, you know, know them more. We're and then yeah, and then, yeah. then, yeah. I mean, that's the whole whole reason why we're here, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Meeting yeah. people, building a community around, you know, in my case, around uh, beards, you know, yeah. beard products, beard, you know, beard care in general. Okay um and then the shaving stuff of course
0: So with the beard oils and the uh, beard, the beard bombs and the uh, and the beard soaps what is it about your products that uh, like why what is it special what's special about them like what the what, through all the testing that
1: you did what did you find out well like i said i made it for myself okay. like what i needed initially and it was it was to start it was just beard oils because i had a baby beard at that time mm-hmm. right it was it wasn't like it is now where i needed more conditioning for it so okay. in the beginning i was just kind of you know checking out oils and this and that and like okay i've got itchy skin yeah it's, it's quite dry you know. Okay. I, so i need to find something for that so yeah. that's where that came into play and, okay. and i feel like a big part of it was the fact that since i was making it for myself in the beginning for my own beard mm-hmm. needs it just made it so easy to be able to to sell it okay you know because there was no sale and, and and there is no pitch you yeah. know like it's it's just me telling the truth about it you know and mm-hmm. it, it worked for me you know here give it a try me it'll work for you mm-hmm. you know and then that's when you get those people like oh man you know it did this and this what mm-hmm. you said and i'm like well good like that you know i told you you know you know and that's so cool you know because and that's kind of how it you know worked out like there's tons of awesome products of all kinds of different things right like what's why is this cheese better than that cheese you know and sometimes it comes down to preference whatever right you know why are the gold main noodles better than these other noodles made with love you know and that's
0: (laughs) well it's funny that people it's i I always find this hilarious when people come to you and they're like i did i did what you said i did what you said on the directions and it came out how you said it would (laughs) <laughs> They'd be, be like, I put it for us. It's like I put it in the microwave, and it came out exactly as like said it would. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like for you, it's like, it's gonna relieve richness. It's gonna make you feel better. Yeah. And do you use it? And I'm like, oh my god, it did. And it's like, it's, well, it's, it's, I wasn't it's, lying to you. Yeah. Like, but it's but it's yeah. funny that that's uh that's exactly what like it's funny that in society it's like there's so many products out there that don't do that. That's a good point. And all they're looking for is what you say it's going to do, it does. Does it? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And Maybe that's it. They're just like, wow, like it actually worked. It's Absolutely. Like, well, how, what, what are you, what are you buying? It's not like, he yeah, lying to you. And you that's know? the interesting
0: like, thing. And it's like, because, because usually small businesses are like, the products that come out of it are because they have filled a need of their own. Yeah. Right. Like for you is need for quality beard oil. Right. Or quality beard balm that uh, does what you needed it to do and and in this world people are very similar Mm -hmm. in many ways right obviously a lot of people are different but like a lot of people are also very similar genetically and through their own needs,
1: right so yeah (laughs) and and that's really as simple as it was you know and like even with with creating the beard soap which was something that i i did more here i didn't really touch on that in china because it wasn't even a thing okay actually it was i think another vendor that was like why don't you make beard soap it was it was like a soap maker actually um not in this market but yeah and they're like why don't you make like beard soap i'm like why why don't i make beard soap?" so i like did the research in (laughs) that you know and found out what i need and there's like quite a bit of chemistry to it but i you know i was never big on the on the sciences and stuff but since it's based around something i love it was worth the time and the effort and and all this to learn you know all that to be able to to implement it into my my products and just expand my line or whatever it is
0: so what's in a beard soap beard oil beard balm like what's or is it like proprietary uh
1: yeah, well yeah like i yeah, mean the, the actual the actual ingredients are, okay. are on the label in okay. that you know but uh but as far as that it, it just came down to like a ton of testing you know okay. like a ton of batches that were like my first soap batches they were awful because like <laughs> the water ratio is too high or okay. some shit so the the tweaking and finding out how that okay. worked and with soap it's like you know usually like a four to six weeks to cure the stuff oh, before you wow. can actually, you know, test the final product. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, so that kind of pushed back the 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 expected release, I guess, okay. of them because I was okay. like, well, this isn't right. I got to yeah. fix it, right? And then when you do fix it and then you're, then it becomes that consistent, you know, sort of um, quality that you're looking for. That's also a cool, just to touch on like the little wins that you can get with your business. Uh-huh. That's cool. Like the labels. Oh my God, I got my labels. You know, oh my God, I, I nailed this recipe yeah. or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, it's just such a cool feeling too but um but yeah for stuff like that like it, it, it you know it, not just for myself once i was back here and actually selling the product mm-hmm. sorry i kind of went off of what you no, were saying no, there, but right. it's just a thought and it uh you can when you're building something for yourself like yeah. i was you know making my own beard oils yeah. for my itchiness whatever yeah, yeah. but now that i actually have a, a customer base yeah. you know I ask what do you look for in this product, you know, which which will also help me to develop new products. Oh, okay. So to have that sort of um like that that following to be able mm-hmm. to to you know pitch those questions. Okay. Be like how can I make you, your beard, you know, how can I help you be your beard at best? And that's my hashtag, yeah, right? Yeah. Be your beard at best, because yeah. that's what I'm after. Right. Yeah. To be my beard best, let me help you be your beard best. Yeah, you know? Yeah. And uh yeah and that was kind of a, a huge basis off it too, because it does come off a of value, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is like Am I gonna use? Am I gonna sell something that I would never use? No, of course not. No, Otherwise, what's yeah. the what's the point? You know. Yeah, yeah. That's why I couldn't really deal with car sales. You know. Uh, yeah. Not specific to the brand per yeah. se, but just you know, it's like, yeah. like you say, you got that kind of greasiness to them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Which is I had to get rid of the greasiness of the oil too, and I managed to do that, so it worked out really <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I was I was more uh, sorry. Yeah, go, no, I'm just kind of curious to do like the actual.
0: Um, For the actual beard oil, the products themselves, Mm -hmm. uh, what makes a good beard oil? Like for something that you've obviously done a lot of tastings?
1: Yeah. So what makes a good beard oil? So I'll just give you with my oils, for example. So my beard oils are a, a blend of coconut oil, almond oil, and something called jojoba oil. Okay. So these are oils that are, you know, nourishing for not just the hair, but the skin itself. Okay which is what primarily beard oil is for, more so for the skin versus mm. the hair. Mm-hmm. And it's just why we also have the balm, you know, finding those okay. right ingredients, which yeah. includes like a beeswax, yeah. so like, you know, helps with taming. Yeah. But of course, it's more of a conditioning uh, beard balm. So you need like, a sweet almond butter is what I use for mine. Okay. You know, I found that between, like there's also shea butter, which is a fantastic yeah. uh, product that I use in, in some of my soaps and my other products. Okay. But for the conditioning that I was looking for, this was a better fit. You know, th- okay. little, little okay. things like yeah. that to like sort of narrow down not only what's gonna work best but like well i mean that's the the ultimate yeah, right yeah, what's want, what what, want, what will work best together right yeah. and then playing around with that yeah okay so, yeah so you went to different iterations <laughs> to figure out of course what yeah because yeah. okay. there was there was a lot of testing involved and like yeah. i don't i don't ever really style my mustache yeah but when I, I was like okay you know i wanted to i really wanted to bring out a mustache wax primarily because the people who are actually buying my products are like do you have a mustache wax? Yeah. Do you have a mustache wax? No, not yet. I'm working on it, you know? So you're still working on a mustache wax? No, I've had that out for a while, okay, but go, go, go. it took me about seven months to, to get it just Ten. right because okay. I, obviously with my mustaches, since it's never really been trained yeah. to, to curl or to handlebar or whatever, okay. it took time to get that testing done. Okay. So there was probably about like, I don't know, maybe 10, 10 or 12 iterations of this mustache wax okay. to find just the right one because too much beeswax and you couldn't get out of the tin not enough beeswax and it started to droop you know you had to kind of find that 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 middle ground and that was probably the hardest product um to kind of d- develop and, and actually release okay because it's like a must that you can't have it droopy otherwise what's yeah. the point you yeah. just put some oil in there right yeah, yeah. so it, it's interesting to have those those challenges because i found that uh that uh like the beard oils were were a lot easier okay. because maybe it was in a more immediate necessity for me you know like okay sweet like i tried so many oils found out these oils are heavier you don't want that in your beard it's going to weigh you down yeah right but for example the pre-shave oils those ones are a little heavier because they're and they absorb really well like avocado oil for example it's a thicker oil i wouldn't put it in my beard personally yeah because it's just it would weigh it down yeah but uh, little, little things like that. And then you eventually, like I say, you, you, you narrow it down and then you're just super stoked on the end result. Yeah. And, and if other people are too, like you said, you know, if I, I like your shit, you know, then yeah. it's like, cool. You know, that's yeah. like, that's awesome. Yeah. No, I know. Okay. Does that okay. kind of answer your question. Like, yeah. No, yeah, for sure. I just of to just give some
0: beard people that are thinking about getting some beard oils and absolutely you need to know the guy that's making the beards has used it many times and knows what he's doing. Right. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, because you wouldn't, you know.
1: That's it's, like, but again, that goes like with anything, right? If you talk to somebody in there, you know, humming and hawing on, on what the the product is or what it's about, maybe maybe they're an employee, though. That's the yeah. other thing, too, right? Like, at least at the market. Like, if someone's trying to explain a product, you know, you don't want someone to get, I guess what I'm saying, like, if you're explaining the product to somebody, you know, sometimes, like, if you visit a vendor and they yeah. might not know what they're yeah. talking about. yeah. And then you find out they're an employee, you know, that, that can give the wrong impression as yeah, well.
0: That, that's, that makes it hard. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But, and, and like when my fiance's work in the market for me too, she knows the stuff like yeah. she even uses a lot of the product too for, for, you Over know, for like okay. shaving her legs Okay, or, yeah. you know, like a oil in the hair for split okay. ends and stuff. So she has that first-hand knowledge, too. Yeah. But when she talks to the ladies, she can be like, yeah, no, I have to sleep with it. So it's like, you know, of course, get them all, you know, get the beard clean and get it yeah, <laughs> soft and everything. Yeah, and that's a, that's so that's a nice angle, too, you know. That's a really good angle, yeah. But, but, like, going back to, you know, buying from the maker, you know, when people find out that they're like, so where's this made? I said, well, I make it myself. They're yeah. like, really? And it's almost like a switch goes mm-hmm. where they're like, okay, you know what, I'll get this and this and that, you know, because that... Because they understand, you know, whether they own their own business yeah. or, or they just yeah. know that, you know, the local guy, you know, helped yeah. them out, you know, kind of thing. And so it, it's interesting, you know.
0: I think it's also like an instant trust type of thing, too. If they, yeah. they, They'll they build a trust with you. And, and you when, that's one of the reasons you go to markets and stuff. Because you, when you're buying from the maker himself, you know that they're going to care about it. The, the most of course. for the most part yeah right. yeah you try that's why a lot of markets they don't allow anyone to resell any products right yeah it's all you have to make it or yeah. you have to it has to be your business yeah uh, yeah I mean, that's, and that's that's what people want especially mm-hmm. in a small business you mm-hmm. know they want they want the, the small craft like the small batch small batch products exactly. and very craft very particular mm-hmm. good ingredients all that stuff yeah. right they don't want to know that you're just driving profits Right, exactly. That's that's uh, it's not what makes a good product. No, that's not why they're pay, paying like sometimes premium prices as well. Right, right. right. They're willing to pay more, but for a better product.
1: And that that's also helps with that. Uh, t- excuse me, just to touch on that authentic, you know, ness of the business. Yeah. You know, of you talking to the owner or the maker. You mm-hmm. know, um, it just it's just another level. You know, for them, it's you gain that personal sort mm-hmm. of interaction, and I think it increases the value of your product, you know, regardless of necessarily the price or, mm-hmm. you know, little things like that. They just, they realize that, okay, this guy's serious about his thing. You know, he obviously loves what he's doing, mm-hmm. you know, and, and for me that that's, was just such a huge part of it. Cause mm-hmm it's not like i have to be like well you know this might do you know this or this i'm like no it's gonna do this for you and it's awesome and you know you should try it and you know people see that as cocky sometimes too yeah Yeah. but it's just authentic it's just like i'm just uh, you know you came to me with a question and here's the answer you know and uh, uh, give it a try you know yeah Uh,
0: yeah makes sense Mm -hmm. so if um if somebody new is looking to start a small business uh what kind of uh like someone to get into their own thing would which what kind of advice what's that, what's something that you could uh that you would recommend to them to do or to pursue
1: or um to do well there was a buddy of mine who uh, i think i uh, again i'm not trying to toot my own horn but i yes. think i inspired him to start his own okay. business um and it was like clothing and apparel he wanted to okay. kind of bring his um his sort of energy and his love for like for, in this case like, like camping outdoors and that too um, like to a brand, to mm-hmm. create a brand. And I was like, that is amazing. You know, you've already got kind of a head start there. Okay. But th- the first thing is just if you want to start a business, but you don't know how or where to start it, just start with your passions, right? Because then, cause then it'll be effortless, right? Okay. And I mean, if there's other things you need to learn, uh, there's always going to be more you need to learn for yep. running a business, right? Yeah. But like if you find that passion, you can almost... Like, let's say you are working a job, like a nine to five, you know, take those few hours after work or before work or whatever, and just do the research, do the work that you need to, you know, for whatever topic it is, right, that's super vague, you know, to be able to say like, research, well, of course, right? Yeah. But, but if it's that, if it's a passion, then it makes it effortless. That's kind of how it was with me too, once I found out that this is something I really enjoyed doing, you know, making the product, the creativity of it, Mm -hmm. you know, being able to help somebody with an issue that they have. Th- those are the things that help to to build onto, let's say the next product or the next mm-hmm. thing or you know for my own business okay. um and that, that was that was one thing that i suggested to him too just just don't one big thing is don't get overwhelmed because mm-hmm. again like the, the burnout especially if you're within the first you know yeah. six months yeah. or trying to get it started right another thing is just don't listen to what other people say mm-hmm. and and i mean that more in the negative where it's yeah. like okay well you're never going to succeed at this like I don't know. You should. You shouldn't even be around that person if they're going to talk so much shit, right? (laughs) And say like, "You suck." Like, you know what I mean. You got to surround yourself with that positivity as well. You know, and or or just completely like just like double down and like don't do anything for six months. Just focus on the business. Mm -hmm. Some people can't handle it, but some people can get addicted to that. Yeah, that's what happened to me too. Especially in COVID too, it's so easy to just fall into what you're doing. Yeah. And then you gotta have that release so sometimes, right? Like whether it's and now we can actually go out and see people and do things mm-hmm. now. Um so I think that helps a lot too. That's I feel like people are a lot more sort of chill and relaxed now. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I mean I know I sorry I went all over with no, that. But no. that's that's how running a business is. Yeah. You know That's yeah. No. You know, that's to have this and then this. Oh wait, no, what about this? But oh yeah. you gotta do this too. Don't forget about that. You yeah. know like yeah. and that's being able to keep on top of that but that's why I say the most important thing is have a passion find, or not have a passion but find your passion and then build it off of that because then mm. it, it won't seem like work or a struggle absolutely you know okay great yeah uh, let's wrap this up um, where can people find you well you know I'm at the Bountiful Market Bountiful Market, Farmers Market, Market. absolutely Edmonton, right Friday, on. Saturday, Sunday yeah, yeah. Um, we're also at St. Albert Market on yeah. Saturdays uh, most Saturdays but you can okay. find us on Instagram at Victorian Grooming um, okay. always posting updates of where we are, where and when we are there okay. um, on Facebook as well, Victorian Grooming Co. on there. Okay. Uh, and then, of course, online, victoriangrooming.com. Okay. Find products there, all the info's there. And, uh, yeah, if you ever reach out, have questions, uh, I'll help you out, absolutely, whether it's at the market or online, too. Amazing. Absolutely.
0: Amazing. All right, Tony Fair, everybody. Thanks. Uh, thank you, everybody. Talk to you next time. Thanks, Alex.